Welcome to the Empower Now podcast. It's your host, Reggie White. Um, we got something really special today um, here in season one, episode eight. So I'm joined by a great friend of mine, Ricky Cash, and we're going to be talking about problems versus issues. So uh, this is something that uh, is really going to be uh, hopefully impactful and uh, motivating for you and something that can hopefully uh, change your perspective of how to navigate problems versus how to navigate issues. Before we go any further, I want to start with a prayer. Um, I want to make sure that those that are listening, that you get to your destination safely. So if you're driving, please don't close your eyes while you're uh, listening to the podcast or close your eyes while trying to pray with us. Rather, you just listen to the prayer, uh, receive it and get to your destination safely. So but for those that can bow with us, please bow as we uh, we go um, before the grace here to, to hopefully set this off with the right um, tone. Lord, thank you for giving this time for us to be able to come together. I'm so grateful for my brother, Ricky Cash, taking the time to, to talk with me amongst this podcast. Lord, I pray that you can be able to make sure everything that's set in tone in this environment is of you, Lord. And I pray that we can be able to just be vessels today, Lord, to be able to bring home and bring perspective of how you can step into the situation and how you can make things all work together for the good, Lord. So I just pray that we can be able to be obedient to your will today. I pray that this can be something that can edify, encourage, and uplift somebody. And if somebody needs to know that the challenges that they're going through or the things that may look a certain way, I pray that you can show them how to come on the other side of this with you being at the forefront of the life, Lord God. You are the only way and nobody can come through you, Father, but through your son, Jesus Christ. So I just thank you for everything you're doing and pray that we can be able to be the representation that we need to be for you, for you to get the glory out of this situation. In your name I pray. Amen. All right. So I want to give uh, my brother Ricky Cash a chance to introduce himself and he will also give some context about how me and him have met. So again, we're really excited for this time and Ricky, I will give you the floor, man. Thank you, thank you, Reggie. Thank you, thank you for having me on your podcast, sir. Um, to all the Empower Now listeners, um, as Reggie said, um, my name is Ricky Cash. Uh, where do I start? Uh, you know, Reggie and I, we grew up in the same neighborhood. Uh, we've been to almost like elementary, middle, high school, and even college. Um, you know, Reggie and I, we attend, uh, attended the same alma mater, North Carolina A&T State University. Um, shout out to all the Aggies out there, Aggie Pride. Um, yeah, like I said, me and Reggie, we've known each other, like I said, since 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 we were kids, like young, young kids. Like like our families know each other, that's how close we are. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so you know you know, I definitely say Reggie and I, we definitely have a for sure a tight bond, a brothership that is almost inseparable. Like I said, and I will always love and respect this man for everything that he has done for me things that it is that he does for this podcast and the community around him yeah so definitely everyone tuning in yeah now you're, you're listening to a great podcast thank you so much bro so uh we're gonna again uh listeners talk about problems versus issues uh, however long me and ricky go today um ricky i want to give you a chance to to break down the difference between a problem or the versus the dishes, difference between an issue for the listeners okay yeah definitely no problem um when i thought about this i Originally, I was thinking problems and issues, like what are the differences? Because they definitely do sound similar in some sense. And they do have similarities and they also do have differences. So when I did do a deep dive on the two topics, I did find this uh, online. So for a problem, I saw that a problem by definition, a matter or situation regarded as unwelcome or harmful and needing to be dealt with and overcome. And definition for an issue that I found was an important topic or problem for debate or discussion. And 
And to dive a little bit deeper as far as like my understanding with these two. So for a problem, um, you know, a problem is something that definitely needs a solution right away. Like I said, that could be a problem within relationships, you know, with your partner, friends, coworkers, you know, no matter no matter the relationship. And it needs there needs to be in with that problem, that problem has put a hope in these parties, these two people that's having the issue, like it's put a halt somewhere. And in order to progress on, there needs to be a solution for it. So however way that it is that we can come up with this solution, whether with a group of people or even as an individual, problem with ourselves, there needs to be some type of solution that continues to progress us through with our lives. Um, you know, for an issue, uh, how I look at that is, you know, just uh, as it says, as I've read earlier, an important topic or uh, discussion or a discussion or debate. Um, you know, how I look at that is, you know, opposing parties, you know, just having different views on something, which is which is fine because we can all have our opinions on things. You know, that's not to say that these, these issues, you know, kind of keeps us up at night, but, you know, at the same time, it's more so a respect barrier. Okay, you believe in what it is that you believe in, and I believe in what it is that I believe in. We can be, we can, we can agree to disagree here. And at the end of the day, you know, I'm not here to try to change your view, nor I assume you're trying to change my view on things or my beliefs or whatever. But, you know, there is, uh, like I said, it's just to agree to disagree on certain uh, debates or discussions. Man, that was really well said, bro. Thank you for taking the time to break that down. Um, to make this a little simpler for the listeners, um, what Ricky just said is powerful and spot on. Um, but I want to just put it in this terms. Problems you can solve. Issues, you got to figure out the best way to navigate, right? Like there is no resolution because to Ricky's point, there are times where somebody's opinion is one way or something, somebody has a certain stance and they're like, there's like these two immovable forces that come and collide. So I want to kind of break this down a little bit more and then we're going to give some, some context more throughout the podcast. So again, when we talk about problems, we talk about solutions like you heard Ricky saying, like there's things you, you kind of try to work towards to figure out how to resolve that problem, how to solve that problem, what you need to do to move forward. Um, in most cases, you can solve a problem. Like even when you think about going to school, you think about math or you think about uh, questions that you got to answer and there's a right answer, like problems you can solve. But many of us can relate that in life, there is so many more issues that pop up left and right that we can't account for, there, that there is no true answer for. But you got to figure out how you can best handle and navigate. So this is kind of this this discussion that we're having today is for you. If you're that person on the other end of this uh, podcast or hearing us talking right now that's saying, man, I'm not worried about the problem because I know how to solve my problems or I know how to put out my fires. It's the issues that I don't know how to resolve. So I encourage you to keep listening because hopefully we can give you some perspective of how to navigate that. So, Ricky, thank you for breaking down the difference between the problem versus issue. Now I want to ask this question to you. How do you approach problems versus versus how do you approach issues in your life? Yeah, so how does it is that I approach problems and, and, and even issues like within the same matter? You know, I definitely sometimes I do find myself and they're like and I've gotten to a point in my life to where, you know, I've noticed how much that I need God in my life to kind of help me navigate through my trials and tribulations. And like and I associate trials and tribulations with problems and issues that, that I have. So, you know, I definitely go to him, especially in something that I just desperately need. 
like some type of advice or like you know just just some words of wisdom i go to prayer i have to go to prayer first like i'm i am reaching out to him as if like no one else in the world exists because i know if anything he's gonna give me the truth sometimes truth that it is that i don't want to hear or too hard to accept but i know he has the, you know the lord above has all the right solutions that i could ever ask for you know no matter no matter like no, no matter what the outcome may be so like I said, I, like like Reggie, uh, as I said before, I definitely I definitely come to him in prayer to 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 give me the words, you know, to give me to approach to approach the situation or the problem or the issue with the correct words to the person who I'm speaking to, to have the courage to be upfront and to and to not give in to my fear, you know, that I may have when 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 thinking of this problem or this issue. I I, I do truly reach out to him first. Man, that's so powerful and so timely, more than you know, Ricky. So let me just read this for the listeners. There's a scripture, a few scriptures um, that's spot on to what Ricky's saying. So Philippians 4 verses 6 through 8 says this, and I'm coming from the New King James Version. It says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, Whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. So again, going back to what Ricky was saying, be anxious for nothing, but everything go by prayer and supplication and thanksgiving to make your requests known. Because when you make those requests known, when you seek him and go to prayer to get that answer of how you need to respond or how you need to resolve this issue or how you need to solve this problem, you know, he's going to give you the peace that surpasses all understanding and it's going to guard your heart through Christ to make sure you have the right guidance to resolve. So like everything Ricky just said is so spot on. So real powerful, man, real powerful. Um, talk to me, though, about how worry and fear can impact how you approach problems and issues, Ricky. Yeah, so worry and fear. And I'm... <laughs> part of me kind of feels like like I am that right person to speak to in that because like I do find I am guilty of kind of giving into worry and fear because of just just because of the like I said well shoot just because the worry and the fear of the outcome of of what just may happen and and when you give into that worry or that fear and being afraid what you don't realize is that you're postponing something that could be so detrimental or something that could just be so life improving to you like you're you're holding yourself back and like and like to, to the point to where like you're like and because you postpone and you go on to these thoughts in your heads because you know our minds our minds plays tricks on us to where you know we can procrastinate on something because we're just so we, we constantly worried and we're constantly afraid and you know sometimes i do see myself you know i do ask myself well why is it that i'm afraid or why is it that i'm so worried and you know, and I was listening to um, a sermon uh, not too long ago by Rick Warren, um, and he said, "Like, what are we afraid of?" Which was one of his questions, and one of the answers that he came up with was being vulnerable and exposed. And he was like, "And and no, none of us likes being vulnerable or exposed because we feel like we've let a piece of our uh, a piece of our sensitive self." like out to the world to where we just might feel judged for it because you know we do have people we do have people who care for us and, and won't judge us for it and genuinely mean it but then sometimes you got the people who will judge you for it and for some odd reason 
what it is that they say or the things that it is that we hear, you know, through the grapevine can just hurt so bad. You know, shoot, as, as the saying goes, the tongue is mighty powerful. You know, and sometimes we can give into those hurtful things rather than, you know, rather than give into the good fruit that that mm-hmm. that, that does come from people. Mm-hmm. Um, when when speaking on encouragement and, and not judging and not being judgmental. So and I definitely do say, Reggie, like like it's it's that fear of being vulnerable. It's that fear of being exposed on something that it is that you try to just keep hidden or hide away because like I said, it's just too like you're just too sensitive to it. Like I gotta give it up for Ricky. Ricky's on fire tonight, man. Oh my gosh. So let me let me kind of drive in a little more. So I asked that question about worry on, on purpose to Ricky. So I want to read another scripture uh, that many of you may be familiar with. Um, and if you're not familiar with, this is something that's spot on to what Ricky just talked about. And I'm guilty of worrying myself. That's something I'm trying to work through myself of how do I navigate the right way? And if I'm gonna call myself a true believer, that means being all in and trusting him no matter what it looks like, because faith with confidence. Um, and confidence in things that you can't see and the things you can't predict. But um, I'm going to be reading Matthew 6, 34 from the New King James Version. And it says, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. I'm going to read that last part one more time. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. That that trouble are those problems. That trouble are those issues. That trouble are the things you can't predict or the things that you may be trying to keep you, maybe trying to keep you up at night, but it shouldn't because we got to focus on one day at a time. You see a lot of the times, and again, I know this may contradict what some folks believe or what some folks want to hear, but so many times we get so worried about tomorrow, the future, next week, next month, a few years later that we don't live in the now. And transparently, nothing is guaranteed. Like if this, these last few years, especially from COVID-19, all things have been going on. If you haven't learned that nothing and no day is promised, that is something that you really got to start taking um, not for granted. You got to live life, not just in the moment. I'm not saying go out here and live reckless. I'm saying live in the moment and be present in the moment. If you got that significant other, be present with that person. If you got uh, this life of a, of a family or you got different things, it doesn't matter if you don't have kids, like people that's in your life that means something, pick the phone up and call or be that person that's that's being intentional in the moment because nothing's promised. But what what is going to be the reality for you is what do you do in that moment? So again, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to have its own challenges. What are you doing today? How are you being faithful today in this moment to do what the Lord's calling you to do? So I think that's so spot on to what Ricky's been talking about. So let me uh, say this and then I'll flip it over and let Ricky start asking me some questions if he has anything on his mind. But um, when we talk about, you know, problems and we talk about issues, um, sometimes we get so caught up in the volume of all the things we got to do and the checklist or the the busy work or, or getting so addicted to being busy and productive. Again, air quote productive. What I encourage you to do is flip that on its head and change the perspective to say, hey, these are the things that I have to work through. And as those problems pop up, the things that I know how to fix, the things I know with the resolution or the solution or the, the, the way to solve those problems, as they pop up, I'm going to work through those things. But I'm not going to let that email that comes over freak me out. I'm not going to let that escalation that's going on get me all riled up when I know that all the other times in the past in my life that when other things have popped up, I found a way to resolve. But that's because he's giving you the ability to do things. So that's the way I want you to think about problems. I want you to think about issues in a different way. 
There are going to be some issues and some things that happen. You just can't win that war. You got to learn when to let some things go. And what I mean by that is, is if there's somebody being real difficult or causing churn or, or, or causing a stink when it comes in terms of the workplace or your life or different things, are you going to be the person that's going to keep going tit for tat? Or are you going to be the bigger person and say, you know what? I hear you. Or you know what? Okay. And, you, and then you, you learn from the situation and you move on. Sometimes you got to leave things alone, let them marinate and come back at another time because you festering and adding more fuel to the fire. All it's going to do is wound that person up more. Or all it's going to do is make that issue resonate and last longer than it needs. Sometimes you got to be the person that's not going to breathe in the situation and keep giving life to a situation that needs to die. So that's the other thing that I would say. Um, I got one more question for you, Rick, and then the rest I, I'll flip to you. and We can just kind of have a dialogue between us. But when you think about um, like life and navigating the challenges that life brings, um, what do you feel they all have in common? Hmm, that's, a, that's a really good question. Uh, Reggie Shrew, um, yeah, life and what they have in common. Um, I, I guess if I had to say one thing that's in common with all that is, you know, the fact that, I, I will say this, the fact that it is that we all need each other in some way, shape, or form. Like, that, that is, we are social beings on purpose. Like, you know, if, if you are sitting here thinking that you could just do everything on your own, you know, like, by yourself, you need no help, you need no assistance, you need no friends, family, you know, anyone at all. Like, you are you are just doing it completely wrong. We need one another. And God made us to, to be that for one another. We are to be servants mm -hmm. to one another mm -hmm. like that is like that's like when you ask me that question that's that's what popped up in my head the fact of needing one another and serving each other you know because it's, we're not supposed to be doing things selfishly or being so self-centered within ourselves no like we have to you know let alone like giving it to him but also giving it to each other because it's like how you say you know tomorrow's never promised and that person that it is that you got beef with you know, or that you holding some type of grudge towards, man, like, you, you don't know how much damage that it is that you're doing to yourself, you know, holding on to this, onto this strain, when God is sitting here right by your side, even probably gently tapping on your shoulder, telling you, you know, like, you know, let go and let me handle this, I got you, like, you don't have to hold on to this. So that's 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 how I look at it. Dude, that's how I look at your question as far as what first popped up in my head. Man, powerful, powerful, bro. I, I can't agree more. Uh, we definitely were not meant for this life to be alone, let alone to navigate things alone. Um, and we definitely have situations like that ram in the bush that somebody's there to help help you through certain situations. The other thing I want to add to what Ricky is saying is the thing that's common when we think about challenges and struggles and things that come in, everything in this life has a set timetable. There is an end and there's a beginning or there's a beginning, there's an end. There's a strict timetable on on things and how long they're going to last. So like certain seasons in life, you aren't going to always struggle in your life. You're not going to always have times where you're you're in a down season or different things are going. Like there will be an end to that. The other thing that I'm going to say is this. Every challenge that you've had in your life that has what, what it has in similarity and in, in comparison or what it can relate to is they have come and they have gone and some of those you've overcome. So like you got to start looking at life in a different way of if you got all these different things and moments in time, if you start reflecting on the, the story of your life and the chapters of your life, you'll start seeing, wait a minute, I passed that class. Yeah, it may have taken a few times, but I passed that class. Hey, wait a minute, that girl was acting up, acting all crazy, but I'm not with her no more. Oh, hey, I, I was late to that flight or I, was, I missed a different thing, but here I am still here. So like, 
well, I know that's a little funny, but I'm trying to be real because the, the thing that's all similar here is when you overcome something, you become stronger from that situation. And next thing you know, I know a lot of us say if he did it before, he could do it again. Like, no, really believe that because if he's brought you out of certain situations, that means he can bring you out again. And how that's working is just like if you're working out trying to build muscle, that's how faith should work. Your life should be a reflection of as I get through more and more things, I can get through more and more. That means the Lord can trust me with more and more. So it's about building up this faith, this confidence to know that I can handle any problem, that I can handle any issue, I can handle any situation that comes my way because I saw I serve the almighty problem solver. I serve the almighty issue fixer, the issue resolver. Like there is nothing too great for him. There's no problem too big, no issue too crazy that he can't resolve and move on in your life. So that's the way we got to start thinking. We got to think of challenges in a different way. We got to think of circumstances in a different way. And I'll never forget something somebody said to me uh, recently this week where he said, man, your life should not be a life that you look back and say, man, that was easy. Like when we talk about running the race and finishing the race that he's having for our life and I fought the good fight, that needs to be work. That needs to be effort. That needs to be something worthwhile. And anything that's worthwhile in life is not coming to you easy. And if it's coming to you easy, you don't got that appreciation. I know that's not the first time I've said that, but I'm going to say it again because how many of us got something free and it was like, man, that was awesome. It was free. But when we had to work for something, you know how much more you take care of stuff when you have to, you had to go get it. If you got that mattress at your house or you got that, that couch at your house, you got some different things you had to work for. You're going to tell people, Hey man, you can't put your shoes on, on my furniture. You can't come in this house all raggedy and mess up what I, what I worked for because you work for that. But if somebody gave you a mansion and said, have at it, go live like Drake. You're not going to have uh, the same appreciation if you had to go get it yourself. Um, I'll say one more thing and then I'm going to turn over to Ricky to ask me questions. I was um, listening to a sermon on while I was driving to work and it was talking about the prodigal son. And I never looked at it this way in this perspective. The pastor that was talking about the prodigal son was saying, I'm going to give the prodigal son some credit because the prodigal son came to himself and went back and said, my, my father has servants that aren't, don't even starve like this. My father has servants that don't have to have any want. I'm not good enough to be the son anymore. I'm going to go back and go serve. And his father, when he came back, he said, get the robe, get the food. Let's have let's have like the fatted calf be killed. Let's get it back because my son was once dead, but now is alive because his son became a man from that experience. So what I'm trying to say is sometimes we got to look at things in a different light. Like sometimes we bash a situation or we look at the negative. But we don't look at the growth. So like, I don't know, this is a little off tangent and off script, but I think this is relevant that it's coming up. If somebody wants to keep comparing of who you used to be, don't be worried about that. You know what you used to do and what you're being brought from. And if you're somebody that's starting to make some changes in your life and say, I want to be different. I want to be about, about Christ. I want to be all in. I encourage you to stop worrying about who you used to be or what people are going to say. Let people worry about themselves. They want to judge you and say, oh, you're doing this, you're doing that. That's on them because the way you judge is the way you're going to be judged. You let them do you, but you keep focusing, pressing towards the mark to be greater and better. So said a lot there, but I thought it was real powerful when he was talking about how he wants to give credit to the prodigal son. Because even though the prodigal son went and blew 15% or whatever it was of the household, because back then in those days, you don't get the full 100%. You only got a portion so the house could be protected. It's like he went through all that. He party, he lived that righteous, like that, like, like a righteous, righteous life of kind of like using all that money and not thinking about it. But he came to his senses and said, I'm going to turn around and go back to my father's household so I can go work and, and be about it. So I thought it was a really interesting perspective because I never looked at that story that way until I heard that. Man, Reggie, that, that there, like, and you know, when you were speaking on it, out on, on the prodigal son, yeah, I remember that story too. And that is a powerful story when you actually do take a deep dive on it. Cause like, there's, there's some deep stuff in there that you just may miss reading it the first time. So nah, man, you, you, you explained that very well, sir.
I really appreciate thank it, man. You for that. I appreciate it, man. So I'm gonna flip it over. So I'll ask some questions. It's Ricky's turn. The next half here, and then we're gonna wrap this up because, uh, like Ricky was saying, it was so crazy. This was an inside joke. I was like a 12 year old boy. We was riding in the car. And going, I think, to like Six Flags. And out of nowhere, I started randomly talking like I always did back then. I was just talking randomly about problems and issues. And here we are talking in a whole nother perspective about problems and issues in a different light. It's crazy. So, Ricky, I'm going to let you take time to ask questions, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, if I do have any questions, I'm pretty sure they'll pop up. But, yeah, no, nah, but just kind of going back to what it is that you said in regards to like, you know, the things that it is that we joked about, right? Problems versus issues. And, you know, for all the listeners, man, this is an ongoing uh this is an ongoing running joke that honestly is i'm pretty sure we'll just live through the ages because you know, like i said it's just like as reggie said it's something that it is that we always joked about but i guess like you know there's many things that we joked about but you know it's, it's kind of funny how life kind of does a full circle especially in regards to like something that we joked about and now we're making it a serious topic that we both believe is something that you know some people just may need to hear you know in whatever season of life that they're currently in right now so that for one no one feels like they're alone in it because i know sometimes when we go through certain seasons that you know we may feel alone but you know it's you know nine times out of ten someone's going through it just just like you know just like yourself um I guess, uh, you know, if I, how, I guess one question that I do have, Rich, um, in regards to just this progress issues thing, uh, topic that we're, that we're kind of having. So I know you asked me as far as how do I handle them? Um, you know, how do you, how do you see yourself, you know, kind of like handling, you know, problems versus issues in, in, in your life or, you know, like you, that could be, you know, something that's happened in the past, you know, something currently, or a problem or an issue that you just may know might be upcoming in the future, but you know, you just, but you're currently just trying to work through it to figure out, you know, how it just may not be a problem or an issue for when it comes. Yeah, man, spot on. So I'm gonna just tell you kind of what I used to do and what I'm starting to do. Um, what I used to do is worry every minute under the sun of what I was going to do. So, for example, to Ricky's point earlier, like I was the type of person, like literally when we talk about like 2022 and before, like all the years before, when I had different things popping up, I was like, oh, man, how am I going to do this? And plan every scenario under the sun of how I would resolve it and what I would do. And that would be during the week and then worrying about it in the weekend and then not enjoying my weekend and then trying to worry about it again. And Monday, there was this continuous cycle of worrying of like, what am I going to do? Now, though, I'm starting to learn that um, if I'm letting somebody impact my well-being that much of being perceived a certain way or being saw in a certain, like seen in a certain light, then that's a disservice to me. And I've come a long way. I still got a ways to go. But now, like I'm not jumping on emails that I get every second minute hour and worried about what somebody's going to send or do. Like I'm not living my life like that anymore. Now, for a problem that I know I can solve, if somebody's pinging me or saying certain things in a certain way, I'm going to resolve that when I finish the more pressing matters. I'm going to let those folks do what they're going to do. And if it's something that pops up that I got to resolve, yeah, I'll, I'll pop in and resolve it. But sometimes you got to learn how to stop letting people that, that are priorities for other folks and fires for other folks impact your sanity and your well-being. It's got to be with respect and integrity. Like, again, if you're not doing anything that's going to go outside of your, your integrity and your beliefs, then that's, and that's one thing. But it's another thing to let people shake you of how they react. So that's what I would say. And also what I'm doing now is now I'm starting to actively pray in situations like it used to be just I would try to figure it out but now like I'll never forget I had a conversation with somebody recently and they were like throwing something heavy on me and I was like 
God, I don't know how to answer this in the moment. Like, I didn't say it out loud, but as I was praying in my mind, I was like, Lord, give me the right thing to say. Give me the right thing to do. And I ended up uplifting that person in that moment. So now things I know I can quick hit solve really quick. I'm not going to stress about it because I know what I know. But it's, it's the things I don't know that I struggle with when I have those issues that arise. It's like, what do I do? So now it's about rather going so fast. Sometimes I go slow to go fast. I want to understand and I'm going to reach out to somebody that may know something more than I do. And I'm going to find ways to piecemeal it rather than me trying to figure it all out all at once. So sometimes, man, you got to learn how to put things on hold. And that's something I'm really, really coming a long way on. So Ricky, to answer your question, um, the things that are like down the line, I'm starting to work on saying, hey, how do I take time to internalize that? And then when that time comes, resolve. And that doesn't mean you put it off forever, but it means if it's something that's a week out, that's a week out. Let me focus on the today and tomorrow type things rather than focusing on something I can't control a week out or months out. So I definitely would say I'm taking things in strides. I'm also not taking myself so serious now. Like I'm starting to try to live and get back to who I used to be. I used to be real jovial, easygoing, but I've gotten so serious over the uh, last few years. I'm trying to get out of my own way right now. Um, you know, that's it's, it's good that you bring that up um, as far as like kind of like dealing with things as, you know, especially for things that's kind of like way out, maybe a week or a month, a month out. Yeah. And like that's that's you deal with them for when they come, but just mm -hmm. focus on the priorities of what is now. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, because when I first started working, um, you know, that was one of my, my very first supervisor. He was telling me when it came to like, you know, responding to emails, he was like, you know, don't ever be so quick to respond because you. You may be misspeaking or, or, or you don't have all the details. If anything, he, he would always be like, you know, give it a day. Just, you know, mm -hmm. just, just sit on it. Mm -hmm. You know, sit on it, give it a day so that you can literally like kind of think your thoughts through as far as how you want to respond. And, and again, that just goes back to like why it is that other people are just important to our lives. Because as though we might be sitting there trying to respond to that email so quickly, not un not understanding that we may make a mistake in whatever it is that we may be saying or doing you know also we have people in our lives and you know and somehow god god works in mysterious ways you know you know those people to sit there and humble us to say hey slow down you know don't don't be so quick to respond just just just, just give it a minute or you know sit on it for a day um you know as we were talking about uh you know problems and issues and i had mentioned the thing about you know or you had mentioned the thing about uh giving into like you know fear and worries i wanted to uh give a little acronym off of, of the fear thing so when i was when i was listening to the sermon the pastor was saying you know fear is exactly this false evidence appearing real you know once again it's 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 something false that it is that we're making up in our head and because it's sitting in our head and it's and it's, and it's sitting in that mixing bowl and it's digesting in our, in, in our brains that it appears real because we made it real. <laughs> like it's so interesting how the how the mind works, you know, for, for everyone. We truly do, you know, can make a situation real that honestly never needed to be real at all. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, that's so powerful, bro, and so timely because he didn't give us a spirit of fear. He gave us a spirit of power and love and a sound mind. I mean, everything Ricky's saying is spot on, man. Like, I love that because it is. It's, it's, it's not real. 
it's not real. And it's what we what we allow to be reality in our mind and perspective. Sometimes you you know you hear the term self-fulfilling prophecy. Like stop giving so much like giving so much thought and time to things that haven't even happened yet. Like, how do you change your perspective, like Ricky's saying? And the, I, I love like this is a fantastic lead into the scripture I was just about to read because everything we're talking about right now, when we talk about truly believing in him, truly seeking him, talk about making him the first priority of our life, like all things work together for the good. So you know, I'm going to read real quick Romans 8, 28 from uh, New King James Version. It says, and we know that all things work together for the good of those who love God to those who are called according to his purpose. So like if you are aligned to his will, if you are uh, working together and knowing that I, I'm seeking him, I love him and he's going to work everything out for my good, then you know you can't fail. And I've said this before, too, but it's a reality. Our God can do everything but fail. He can't fail. So if you're in him, you can't fail. And I know a lot of times we look at failure in a, a different light. Like I'll be transparent for myself. There was a long time and there's still days to now. I mean, still um, times now where I look at failure really as like the, the worst thing that could ever happen. But that's not what it's about. If you don't know what failure looks like, how do you know what good looks like? If you don't know what failure looks like, you will never truly understand what it takes to be successful. And there are so many examples in this life of when somebody failed and messed up and how their, their comeback was greater than that failure that they went through. And there's so many CEOs and people that's living right now that you can go research that tried so many different things and failed at it. And now they own all these organizations, but it's because they understood what it took. So rather than saying, oh, I didn't do this and I messed up on that. No, they look at failure as an opportunity to grow and say, you know what? I learned from that. So now I can go invest. Or you know what? I learned from that. So now I know this is the right business to start. So that's the mindset you got to have. You got to change your perspective so you can do greater things. Because he, he said it. He said, greater will you do in my name. And that really blows my mind when I think about that, too. Because it's like, man, greater me. Like when I think about myself, it's like, man, I know all the shortcomings I have. Greater me? Like me? But that's what he's saying. But it's because when we're when we're all in, truly all in, there is amazing things we can do. And Ricky knows because Ricky knows me personally. Like Ricky has seen the difference of me right now that's talking on his podcast versus the me that was 12, 13 and, and older. Like it's a it's, it's an amazing thing that he can do when he works in you. But I'm, I'm a living testament of that. Like that's what it's about. It's about this transformation and this journey. Yeah, no, matter of fact, I have, to, I have to piggyback on the failure thing. Man, like, and just to kind of give us a, a little short story about, you know, I guess one experience that I've had in, in regards to failure. So I know I had this one project at work that, you know, that was very, very important, like extremely. Um, and, you know, when I went out, you know, on this, on this work travel to perform the task and, you know, to get the job done. And, of course, you know, in the beginning, like... In the beginning, everything was going so smooth, right? I mean, we had a few hiccups here and there, but, you know, through the entire process, everything was so smooth until, like, the very last day. In the course, on this very last day, like, the entire system just, just, like, no, no pun intended, but it just fails, you know? And, and like, I, and I had this overwhelming kind of, like, worry and defeat that kind of just hit me at once, to where, man, like I almost, I like, I, I could have cried to be honest because of just, I just knew how important this was to to the job. So, you know, by the time I get back home, you know, from this work travel, you know, and, and not realizing, you know, even though I'm, I'm lamenting in this failure that, that I'm that I'm in my head associating it with failure. You know, I had a wonderful team, you know, that's that's that was helping draw up solutions, you know, to to the 
to the uh, problem that had happened. As a matter of fact, once again, going back to our topic of conversation, there was a problem. I had a team that could help me figure out a solution to figure out um, how to go about, you know, this next attempt. So, um, once again, it just goes back to, you know, what it is that we kind of put up, put on ourselves or what we lay ourselves down with. Like, no, we can't, even though it might seem like a failure in the moment, you gotta understand that, like, you know, that's, that ain't nothing but, like, you know, another voice that ain't you that's trying to, that's trying to discourage you or that's trying to, you know, take you away from the goal. And I like, and then I had, like I said, I just had people in my, in my circle to kind of uplift me, to let me know, hey, look, you know, you're, you're never alone. As a matter of fact, I love this, uh, this one guy that I used to work with. He's retired now. He, he would always say, you know, no matter where it is that you at in the world, like we always got each other, man. We're, we're here to work, you know, for one another. Like we're a team. And, you know, and it's so important, once again, just that, that, that camaraderie of just, you know, teamwork and to know that once you have people behind you, even though, yes, you are the, the, the star on the stage, but actually there's so many people that's behind the curtain that's cheering you on that you just, you know, that you, that you just fail to sometimes realize because you're just so focused on the moment. Um, but yeah, no, I just, I just had to bring that up because of just, you know, what you talked about as far as failure. And of course I have a bunch of other things that, you know, bunch of, like I said, I ain't the, I'm not the, I'm not the perfect, you know, person out the bunch, but you know, like, but once again, that just goes to my, you know, my, my humbleness as far as, you know, I'm, I'm only human. We're only human, you know, in this world and we make mistakes. So there will be failures. There will be trials and tribulations that we are tested on. And sometimes like, you know, we won't, we won't. We, we might fail that test, but that doesn't, but that doesn't mean now that you, now you're out. Now you're no longer going to be called to the starting position. Nah, you learn from it. You practice on whatever it is that you need to learn from. Shoot, and you get back on that starting position. <laughs> man, that's powerful, Ricky. I want to let that like breathe just for a second, man. That, that, that is powerful. So powerful. Um, I want to say, a, like, take a tangent just a little bit to the right, not necessarily on the topic, but just to give some perspective, because somebody may need this to, they may, this may resonate with you like it resonated with me when I was younger, like when I was growing up. You know, I don't know who's listening, but if you're the type of person like me that was big on like comic books or, or big on uh, heroes or big on like manga and anime, you're, you are the MC, you are the main character of your life. This is your story. And I love what Ricky just said a moment ago. Like, I encourage you not to forget about who your supporting cast is. Who are those people in the background or the people that's in your life that have played a key role in one, getting you where you are, and then also getting you to be motivated to know that you can do certain things. I encourage you to take inventory of who those people are. Who are those common people in your life and the newer people or the people that's come along the way that either you've lost connection with or you maybe need to reconnect with, or maybe when have you been that supporting cast? A lot of the times when we put things in perspective, like we, we look at these heroes and we put them on these pedestals, but when we really disseminate it and we think about like one of my favorite superheroes was Spider-Man and it talked about with great power comes great responsibility. Like when you look at it at the heart and soul of what a hero has to overcome and that you think about the story and the structure and the struggle, look at it your own life. There's things you've had to overcome and do and there's people along the way that want to help you. But like Ricky was saying, if you're if you're moving those people out the way or you're trying to say, oh, I don't want to be a burden to them. I don't want to be too much for them. Like that's that's not what it's about. Like you got to find people in your life, genuine people in your life that can hold you up and lift you up. And you got to be that for somebody else, too. But if you are not surrounded or don't have that support system, you're going to do yourself a disservice and make it harder than it needs to be to face said problem and face said issue. So um, I love what Ricky's saying here because camaraderie. Um, brotherhood, you know, community, 
all of those things are so important because I know a lot of us have heard this phrase too about how it takes a village to raise a child. Like, you know, some people are closer to like how with me and Ricky, Ricky's not related to me by blood, but I consider this man a brother. But that's because of the karate we've built over the years. Like, how do you flip that on his head and say, you know what, maybe I didn't have the family that I was, I was hoping to get. But who are those brothers and sisters that aren't tied by blood, but are tied by bond? Who are the people in your life that have made a difference that can help you propel you to the right directions? And how do you go seek that counsel to have the right people in your life? And if there's people that need to go, there's people that need to go. So I just think that's really, really important to uh, resonate. So um, I got one more scripture I'm going to read, a few more things I'm going to say, and then that's all I got. So uh, Ricky, I, the one thing I do want to ask you, and then I'll answer too, uh, what's one thing you want to leave with somebody that may be listening uh, right now in, re in regards to this topic with problems and issues? What's one thing you want to leave with the listeners? Uh, one thing that it is that, you know, I'll say that I'll leave with the listeners here today is, is essentially this, you know, and for those who, who feel discouraged or kind of feel alone, you know, in, in whatever season that they may be going through, like never, never count yourself out, you know, never sit here and tell yourself like that you're not enough or you're, that you're dealing with, you know, this thing, you know, alone. It might seem like it, like that in the moment, but trust and believe you've got your Lord and Savior, you know, that, that is sitting right there next to you, watching you as you may be going through something, trying to be that supporting cast to you, that's cheering you on or being that small little voice that sits on the shoulder that sometimes you might even look behind you <laughs> and trying to figure out what was that just now? Man, shoot, that's the, that's the Lord trying to work his magic on you to let you know, look, you're not alone. You got people in your life. You got someone that it is that you can reach out to. Like, it's like you are not alone in this world to just be by yourself. Like, you are, like, like, <laughs> like, if, 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 like, if a matter of fact, I'll, I'll put it this way. My mom has always told me this. She was like, no matter what, if you feel like that, I, that, that you can't reach it's like, this is what she said to me. If you feel like that, that I could never reach out to her, like I could never get in contact with her, get into contact with my dad, my sisters, friends, you know, such as Reggie and the, like, and the magnitude of folks, there's always one person you can reach out to and he will always be there. And that's the Lord Savior himself. Learn how to use him. Learn how to call out to him. Because when, when things seem to be... <laughs> when, things, when things seem to be just like on the downfall... Nah, like, look, understand, pick yourself back up and, and, and reach out to him. He's there. Yeah, man, powerful, powerful, man. I'm so glad. This is definitely... Uh... A blessing that you've been on this, this episode uh, today, Ricky. Um, I'll leave the listeners with two things. The first thing is this. When we talk about from Joshua 1.9 about have I not commanded you be strong and courageous. Um, a lot of the times when we think about being strong, that means that we can't cry. We think when we think being strong, it means I'm unmovable. Nothing shakes me. And we think about being courageous. That means that there is no such thing as fear. I encourage you to change that perspective. Being strong and courageous means I'm going to face through and trust you, Lord, no matter the situation and no matter how I'm feeling. I'm going to press through the challenge. I'm going to press through the problem. I'm going to press through the issue. And I'm going to know that if I stand strong in you, because how the Lord looks at it is when you're weak, then you're strong. His strength is made perfect in his in our weakness. So he's saying, trust me, no matter how weak you feel, no matter how you think you feel and be courageous, which means have that faith in me that I'm going to work it out. So have the faith in me. Right. And then also 
be humble enough to seek my strength. That's what he's saying. He's not saying you be strong and you have the unending like courage. No, courage is something that you face into. It's not a feeling. You see, it's are you being faithful and following through or are you just being the type of person that's running away? See, it takes a lot of courage to face into something when you're scared. So that's the first thing I would say. The second thing I would say is this. Um, stop being so caught up what everybody else is doing when we talk about this relationship with Christ. Stop putting pressure on saying this person's more saved than me or this person's better than me or this person's getting blessed. Why am I not getting blessed? Your walk is your walk with Christ. And the other thing that I'll say too is I didn't have a full perspective of this about how uh, the Lord Jesus Christ um, is married to the backslider. What I mean is this. A just man falls seven times, but the, that, that just man keeps getting back up. So there are going to be times where you fall short. And that means that is what repentance is for. That's what turning away is for. But if you are far away and you aren't making the time for him, um, it's not too late. That's where like what's so powerful about God is he gives us free will. He already knows the end of the beginning, but he gives us the free will to be able to make a decision each and every day. Who are we going to serve? Me and my family, we're going to serve the Lord, but you got to make that daily decision. And don't wait until it's too late to make the change. So that's the other thing I would say. So the two things, again, I'll leave you with is change your perspective of what it means to be strong and courageous. It means by being strong that my my strength comes from his strength. And that, so when I'm weak, I'm strong. So that's that humbleness. That's that meekness. That's that seeking him. And then the second thing is how do I continue to focus on my relationship with him so I can bring others to him? And that's through my testimony. That's through my story. That's through my transparency of where I am because people want the real. People can smell a mile away when somebody's feeding them noise and something that, that's not real. Like how many of us have people come up to us and be like, man, that person was lying through their teeth. I don't want to hear that. Don't be that person. Be real. Be real with where you are and also meet people where they are. What I mean by that is, is don't be telling them everything that they're doing under the sun that's wrong. Be that person that listens and when the opportunity presents itself to, to preach or the opportunity presents itself to give the good news, that's what you do. But you don't be overbearing because that's another thing that we got to be careful. We can't turn people away by living our life one way and then not being you know, the way we need to be as we walk this walk with Christ. And again, we're, we're not perfect. Like Ricky said, we're people. We gotta constantly try to get better, constantly improve, but we got to also have accountability. Like we can't just stay the same way at 35 when we were the same way at 17. That, that's not okay. That's no growth. So that's what's got to change as well. All right. So um, I got one last scripture I'm going to read. Um, me and Ricky kind of gave our final thoughts. Uh, the thing I will say uh, that's real, real awesome that I'm excited about is we got a few more episodes left in season one um, that's coming through. Again, this is the Why Not Me series. And it's, the whole goal of this series has been to help folks change the perspective of saying, why not me? Why can't I go after that thing? So I think this is really important talking about problems and issues because these are the things we face into every single day, no matter what background you're in, no matter what career you're in, no matter if you're pursuing a degree or you're in high school, or you're going after sports, everybody has problems and issues. Um, but I'm going to read this last scripture and leave you with a final thought and let Ricky uh, give one more final thought as well if there's anything else to share. Um, I'm going to read John 16, 33. And it says, and this is a new international version. I have told you these things so that in me, you, you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. So again, we, that's the second time troubles came up um, in the podcast. Trouble are those, are those problems. Trouble are those issues. Troubles are those challenges that come up. But he's saying, take heart. I've overcome the world. There is no problem that he can't solve. No issue too big that he can't resolve and move out the way. He is the ultimate, 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 ultimate resolution when it comes in terms of what's going on. Like he is the one that's the ultimate, ultimate Christ. He's the one that's going to make this thing that you think is undoable, doable. So how do you say, I'm going to trust him. I'm going to take heart. I'm going to take a seat, like a back seat 
on this thing and let him be the driver. Like, let me get out the way and stop being the one trying to manipulate my way out or trying to make my own own path to say this is the way that things need to go. Like, no, get out the way and let the master be the master of your life. Let him be the the, the one that's that's directing the play. Let him be the director of your life. Like, yes, this is your movie and you the star of this movie, but how do you take the cue of what he's saying for you to do? Because if you follow his way, he's going to get you to heights that you never thought was possible. So that's the last thing that I, I'll just share. Um, take heart because he's overcome the world. Shoot, Rage. With that last verse and everything you said, I'm going to get off the way and let that be it. <laughs> 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 but no, on a serious note, though, no, Reggie, no, that was, that, that was, that was great. That was good. That, that was a nice first day. <clears throat> yeah. Well, look, um, I got to say thank you so much, Ricky. I, I really think somebody needs to hear this. I think this is going to be a powerful, powerful thing. Um, listeners, if it's your first time listening to Empower Now podcast, uh, we got episodes coming out every Friday. Um, this is something that I encourage you to tap into and, and share with somebody else. If you've been with us for a while, thank you for uh, supporting us and uh, continuing through this, these episodes. Um, the question that I always ask people um, on these podcasts is this. How can you uh, empower somebody else right here, right now? So with that, I encourage you to marinate on that. I encourage you to uh, look at life in a different perspective. Uh, be somebody that's open to feedback. Be somebody that's open to change your perspective. And there's nothing you can't do. Like, there's nothing that you can't do in this life. Something I used to always say in college, and uh, really it started in high school when the Celtics won that championship way back when in 2008. I'm hoping to see another one soon. But it, it, it's this whole concept of anything's possible. But then in college, I really got to see what that meant real life as I kind of started doing different things. So like when you look at life in a different perspective of that saying, hey, when I have Christ in me, there's nothing I can't do with Christ. All things are possible. Mark 9, 23. Like how do you make that be the living testimony of your life? So that's what I would say I would leave you all with is know that anything is possible. There's nothing great that you there's nothing you can't do that's too big or too great. And, um, you know, start start moving the problems, the issues out the way. Stop worrying about it. Take heart and know that he is going to make the way for you. But you got to be obedient. You got to get out your own way sometimes. True. Wonderful, Reggie. Wonderful. Hey, look, you know, just I just want to thank you for inviting me on your podcast, sir. And like this is this is definitely something of a dream that, you know, we, one, one of those things that it is that we joked about, you know, <laughs> years ago. And, you know, it's, and it's all amazing to just, you know, kind of see it and you know, in, in, in full fledged now. So, man, Reggie, thank you for inviting me, you know, as a guest. And, man, she's, I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. Yeah, man. Appreciate that. Well, look, everybody, take care. Uh, catch us for the last two episodes of uh, season one. More to come. And, uh, yeah, power now. <laughs>